Hello and welcome to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma and you're listening to Employment Notebook where we like to dive into the day-to-day ventures that might occur in your workplace. That might include taking some notes, whether it be because of a project or maybe you're in an important meeting. You want to take notes to make sure you understand the concepts and what was important in that discussion. To talk about this in more detail, we have Laura Vanderkam on the show. Laura is the author of a new book, I Know How She Does It. You can also find her work in various places like Fortune, USA Today, and The Wall Street Journal. Laura, thanks a lot for coming on LGN Radio. Thank you for having me. So the idea of note-taking, uh, when I brought this up to some people around the office, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, I get it. Seems a little old school. I don't know how many people actually do it. Does it still have value in the workplace as far as taking notes during a meeting or some sort of project planning, that sort of thing? It does. There's been quite a bit of research on this topic, generally done with college students, sure. partly because all research is done on college <laughs> students through, through uh, psychology departments. But they found that taking notes actually helps you process the information you're hearing. Okay. And so while you can outsource this in some sense by recording a, a meeting or, or getting a colleague to take notes, only you can get the actual benefit of the physical process of writing it down, of translating what you're hearing and what you're discussing into your own notes. There is a mental benefit that comes from doing that that's part of committing things to memory. So there is a a benefit of doing this. I know some people also say that, well, we're already taking this hour in a meeting and now you're going to be taking notes and I got to look at it and there's just all this process to it and it's time consuming. What would you say to those people that say it's just not worth it for me in the end? Well, I'd say that if it's not worth it to take notes, then it's possible the meeting isn't worth it either. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if the information is, is so not relevant, if it's not something that you need to think about and discuss, ideally with something changing in the world as a result of this meeting, then maybe the meeting didn't need to happen. Uh, and, mm. and so rather than be thinking about, oh, I don't feel like taking notes, it's an extra bother, say, well, how can I pare back my meeting schedule so that I actually do want to be fully present and mentally engaged for every meeting I'm in. I like that perspective. I mean, kind of looking at it from the front end, as you said, if it doesn't feel like it's going to be worth the time, why have that meeting? And uh, for everyone who knows me here, I'm not a big fan of meetings, so I, I like the way you're thinking already. <laughs> they, they do have a purpose. I mean, obviously, the whole sure. point of having organizations is that we rely on other people's brains and initiatives to accomplish more than we could on our own. And, and so obviously, we have to meet but the question is, you don't want to take people's time right. to do something that it, what didn't have to happen. So yes, if there's a way to pare it back so that it makes sense to have this mental engagement, then by all means, please try. But as you said, they are obviously uh, necessary. And I do agree at various points, you do need to meet and collaborate, or maybe you're learning about a new project or, or whatever it might be. So let's try to give the listeners some tips on note-taking, trying to be better at it, trying to be more productive overall. It actually starts before the meeting and before you get into actually taking notes. Can you fill us in on that a little bit? So the best students, um, the research on academic note-taking has found, they don't just go in and start writing down what the professor says. 
they are on the lookout for what is going to be important. And the way you do that in an academic setting is you look at the syllabus and you see, well, what's the pre-reading? What are the topics that are going to be discussed? What are the important themes? You can do the exact same thing for a meeting. Ideally, an agenda has gone out before the meeting, right? There's a reason you all are gathering. What is that reason? What are you hoping to accomplish in this meeting? And, And what are the steps that are going to be taken to get there? And so all of those can be turned into questions that you can then write down wherever you're going to be taking notes a legal pad, write down these questions, you know, what is the purpose of this meeting? Mm -hmm. Well, whatever that is, write down a question related to that purpose and then write down questions related to each agenda point. And that way, as you're hearing the answers and hearing the controversies about what the answers might be, you can take appropriate notes that would answer each of these questions. Now, what if you don't get some sort of agenda or maybe there's only, you know, small scale and you don't have a whole lot of detail? Would you suggest going further and asking questions ahead of time or do you just go in with what you have? Certainly, if you can ask people ahead of time what the agenda is, what okay. the objective is of the meeting, that's, that's always a great step. If, if it hasn't happened for whatever reason, it's um, a, a spur of the moment meeting and that's fine. See if you can spend the first minute or two being clear on what you hope to accomplish. I mean, if you do that, you'll have more efficient meetings overall, whether you're taking notes or not. I think that's a great point. The idea of, as you said earlier, you know, what am I supposed to get out of this or what am I supposed to really get down as far as the details? I think that's a good place for people to start with. Now, when we talk about the actual note taking, of course, people are saying, well, that's the meat. That's what I need to know. How can I be better at this? I guess the first question is, what should you be focusing on that maybe would be a clue as to what you need to write down? Because realistically, we're not going to be able to write down everything that the person is saying. Nor should you. I mean, you're not a court stenographer. Like the point (laughs) is not to get down an exact transcript that could be read back to the jury to figure out certain points. What you want to do is focus on the answers to those questions you've jotted down or to anything that has particular resonance for you. I mean, these these notes are for you. You are not note taking for anyone else. I mean, maybe you are in the sense of minutes from a meeting, but your particular notes, if you've decided that this is something that you cannot outsource, you need your own notes, then it has to be what matters to you. And so it's not just what uh, was said. It's also you're looking for impressions. Like you could tell, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't agree with something, you can tell somebody's Hmm. really not on board with something and maybe they're being quiet about it, but you can sort of see, you know, eyes shifting. (laughs) Write that down. That is an important point. You have noticed that and you can see that, you know, John does not agree with where this is going. And that's something that you're probably going to want to revisit later, talking to him and see why he isn't interested in in what's going on and, and why he doesn't agree. And, you know, the fact that it didn't come out in the meeting doesn't mean that it isn't an important point. I really enjoy that perspective of observing, in this case, the whole room and sort of understanding what's going on with that dynamic. I think that uh, something a lot of people probably miss, or maybe, as you said, maybe they notice somebody shift in their chair, but they don't really make a point of it. Is that simply something that you have to train yourself to do? Because I think most people, you're just focusing on what the, you know, the leader of the meeting is talking about, and you don't really worry about the rest of it. It certainly is, uh, you know, people generally focus on, on what the leader is saying. But again, the whole point of having group social dynamics of having multiple human beings in there together is that you are getting all this information. And, you know, if John is not on board, John may derail this whole thing later. Mm. And so the fact that he, you know, didn't say anything right then doesn't mean it won't come up. And so smart note taking is about noting that there was an issue and this is something that needs to be addressed. What if you feel that you missed something? Maybe you were jotting down a note and, and you feel like, oh, I just missed some kind of key point or key phrasing there. 
Is there a proper way or professional way to handle that? Do you go back after the meeting and ask, hey, you were talking about this or this? What did I miss here? How would you handle that? That would certainly be an option. I mean, you can hopefully grab the person on the way out the meeting if it's impossible to stop right then. I mean, if it's a small meeting, feel free to ask, say, you know, I I would like to hear that point again, just to be sure that I'm right. You know, repeat back what you thought the person said and ask if you're correct, if that's the correct impression. If it's impossible to do that, if it's a really big meeting, you could grab the person immediately after and ask. Um, If that's not an option, then obviously you can call or email afterwards and say, hey, I think I heard this and I want to be clear if that's right, just so I know what's expected of me and my team. Along those same lines, you know, a lot of us, I'm sure, have taken notes and then maybe we have another meeting or we have something else going on. We put those notes off to the side and don't really look at them. We don't look at them until we feel we need them again. Why is that not necessarily the best strategy going forward? Well, this may be why many of us didn't get the grades we wanted in school. (laughs) We have that exact habit. The studies have found that um, people who whose students who review their notes immediately after class do better on exams okay. than students who wait until later on. And partly it's just that this is part of the process of committing things to memory and concepts being put together in, in your brain so that you know them as opposed to coming back to them blind several weeks later. And so the best thing to do, you want to review your notes immediately after. You want to see if there are concepts that you need to link together. I mean, feel free to dress up your notes however you want. They're yours. Circle things, draw arrows, star things that you found interesting Mm -hmm. that you'd like to think about some more. And then revisit these from time to time. You know, you can come back to it, especially if this is a project that's going on for, say, six months. Try to make time to review those notes every week or two, the ongoing, because that way when you get to the final progress review, it's all there. Whereas if you just come back to this stuff right before that final progress review, you probably never did revisit John, who was mad about what happened in that first meeting. And so John derails the final progress review because the problem he had with it was never addressed. And and so by revisiting those notes, you remember these things. And so you go and have that conversation and you make sure that everything that needed to be dealt with was dealt with. If we go back to the idea of what we're focusing on, what to take notes with, uh, of course, we're always listening to what's being said. But for anybody who knows anything about communication, so much of it is that nonverbal and the body language. Are there ways to tell from the speaker or from the leader of the meeting what you really should put down or what might be more important based on not necessarily what they're saying, but how they're acting? Well, certainly when people seem emphatic about something, it's something that they think is important. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you think it's important. It may not be to you, but it's important to know if someone else finds something important because that's a fact in and of itself that needs to be addressed, whether it objectively is or not. Okay. That makes sense. I think that it's actually a good point. It might be important to them, but not necessarily to you or to whatever point you're trying to gather from that conversation. We obviously have talked about taking notes, and I think most people are looking at it as literally writing things down. Is there a negative side to using a laptop or some sort of technical device for taking your notes? Is there a a negative to that in any way? Can that still work? What's been your experience or things you've heard about? So what I have seen from the literature out there is that actually writing stuff down longhand is what gets that process benefit. It's what drives it into your brain in a way that typing does not do as well. That said, typing is faster. So if you're trying to get any sort of technical details, uh, numbers, for instance, uh, typing might be a benefit. There's also the question of if your own handwritting is so atrocious (laughs) that you don't think you'll be able to read it later. 
um, then, then there may be something to be said for typing too. The one issue with typing again is that you know, even if you have a smallish laptop, it's kind of a barrier between you and the people you're talking with. Sure. So there is that consideration, how other people will react to that. Whereas taking notes doesn't have that same feeling. The, the legal pad that's in front of you doesn't have that same obstruction barrier element that a uh, laptop does. So that's something to consider. Also, people sometimes feel very self-conscious if there's clicking of keys while right. they're talking. They're like, oh, did I just say something that they're trying to get down verbatim? Whereas, whereas note, like writing notes, you don't actually really have to look at it so much as you're doing it. It's just one hand doing it. Right. And so you can sort of keep using the other hand to talk to the person. You can keep your eyes on them in a way that you can't necessarily do when you're typing. All right. Good points. And I think, I think you're spot on with the idea of the laptop and, and being in that meeting that can be a little distracting in a number of different ways. Laura, I think you've given us some really good tips and just some practical side of things when you're talking about taking notes and how it can be beneficial. What would you tell the listeners as a final takeaway about note taking, about its value and how it can be beneficial for us, even in the workplace when most times we think about school, we hear about notes? Well, I would encourage people just to give it a try. You may not be in the habit of taking notes personally from meetings, or especially if you are working somewhere where minutes are disseminated afterwards, you may think, well, what's the point? Right. Why do I need my own notes too? But just try it for a week or two. Um, see if you start being more engaged in meetings and possibly even enjoying them more because when we're constantly mentally checked out, that's not a very fun way to go through life. Whereas actually engaging in what's going on in front of you um, can, can be much more enjoyable. Good stuff, Laura. Thank you very much for joining us once again on LJN Radio. Thank you so much for having me. That will wrap things up for us here on Employment Notebook and our conversation with Laura Vanderkam about how taking quality notes at work will truly help you throughout your career. If you'd like to find out more about Laura Vanderkam, you can go to her website, lauravandercam.com. You can also check out her new book. It's available now, and it's called I Know How She Does It. If you'd like to get in touch with us about this show or any of our episodes, send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at the LJN, and you can listen to all of our shows on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.